Welcome to episode two of the Sports Aid Vault podcast. In episode one, our guest Vidal Riley talked to us about his journey from the amateur ranks to professional, how boxing is more of a team sport than you might imagine, and the unsung heroes that have shaped his career. In this episode, Vidal talks to us about life and longevity outside of the ring, plans for the year ahead, and how Kendrick Lamar is probably the best rapper of all time. So, Vidal, you've, you've mentioned already your interest as regards to a coach. You've most famously worked with KSI, but that's not the only string to your bow. You're a boxer, you're a boxing coach. What else are you putting out there at the moment? Um, so besides boxing, boxing coaching, my YouTube channel, I'd say, is the main thing away from my profession. Uh, I, I class it as a profession now. I, I look at that as my full-time full-time job. You can't fight all the time, but something you can do all the time is upload. Um, so I look at uh, YouTube as a full-time job. Um, and music as well, something I've had a passion for for years and only now, I feel like it really does take a decade for me to recognise things. I sound like that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because I do work in that decade, but I don't give myself the credit. I feel like most recently, I do feel like as an artist, I'm putting out good music. I'm making music that, you know, if if you heard it was in the, in the chart somewhere, it's not out of place. And I'm really excited to show people my newer music as I feel like I've improved again since the last release stuff. So music, yeah, big passion for me, something that I enjoy doing. I just enjoy making music. I don't care about the success that's attached to it um, in its entirety. It's just an enjoyable thing, and people are starting to listen, and um, I'm starting to develop that. Also, uh, my clothing brand as well, we took a little quiet phase just whilst everything was going on. Um, with, the, with the pandemic still going on but we've found a way around it now we can get back in the factories and start producing the clothing again so that's going to come out soon I'm actually making um, clothing that's dedicated to my music um, so the, the designs are influenced by the music so um, that'll be out soon new website and everything will come in um, I've got two side channels to my main YouTube channel so that's also a thing. I've got my own podcast with my uh, with my friend Leon, who I mentioned earlier, and I also have a side channel with my family and close friends, um, which is just more of the comedic side of me and just stuff that you'd see us lot do off camera, pretty much. So there is a lot going on, and um, <laughs> so much. it is uh, it's, it is demanding. It is very demanding. I'm very busy, but one thing that I always keep number one is the boxing that will still be number one, no matter what I do. I want you guys to think otherwise. It's my little trick, but boxing is always number one. Well, I was going to say, that was my main thought when you were rattling it all off. I was like, yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> Just talk us through. <laughs> so much. Where does it yeah. come from? Because I think some there's there's many ways, and obviously you'll give your individual answer, but sometimes it's like athletes to be successful, it's got to live, sleep and breathe their sport. For others, it's like, mm -hmm. well, my sport could only be short. I need to have other avenues. And I think you're, you're yeah. a combination of everything. How, what's your approach to having so many interests, I guess? Well, boxing isn't something you can live off by itself. It's going to end. It's going to end. And none of us know when, you know, um, 
I've had injuries already. They're not career ending. But what if it was? You know, what what can I what can I say? Oh man, I can't box no more. I have no purpose. I have nothing to do anymore. There's got to be other things that you do. I think it's healthy for the brain. And you know, you there's so many transferable skills in life. And the more things that you dive into, the more things that you experience and you participate in, the more you can use those to reference other situations and things in your life. So, you know, the YouTube channel, consistency is key, just like boxing is key. Uploading good content is, is key, just like making sure your technique is good and that's clean as well. So there's it's all relatable things, same with music. And I feel like because of the base skills that boxing taught me, it's allowed me to change um, what it is I focus on, but maintain the same work ethic and the same application. So um, I feel like don't let anyone, anyone that's listening, watching, don't let someone tell you because you're professional this, that you can't, can't do this and that. You know, if you're going out and you're partying and obviously damaging yourself, that and it hinders your profession of course you know you're doing something wrong but me putting a few words together over a beat isn't harming anyone and talking to the world on camera isn't harming anyone either and and, and i feel like if i can do it why not and most of the people that say why do you do it would do it if they were me so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know you just have to, to it comes with it comes with the territory a lot of people will say that i do too much and I make a conscious effort. The maddest thing is that all the stuff I just said is not even all the things I want to do. That's just what I can do <laughs> wow. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Until I can hire a team to then take the load of some of the stuff. Um, that's what I'm working with now. And I won't expand further until I see those things hit certain levels. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's proper interesting to say because you know obviously me as an athlete as well. Um, I'm not a pro athlete. I'm also I'm a student athlete, so I go to university, you know, and I have you know goals and plans for like after my gymnastics career is over. So I think mm-hmm. it's so so important for you know um, the message you gave as well. No matter how good you are in sport, it doesn't last forever, um, and you need to be able to you know be flexible yeah. and go into different things and still hopefully be a success um, and not be limited to your sport. So I thought that was so so cool, man. Another question I wanted to ask was. Obviously, you're yeah. doing so many different things. Um, is it ever sort of business or money motivated or is it solely just I enjoy doing it? Or is it a mixture of both? Like, what can you um, tell us about it's a mixture, that? It's a mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of the two. I, 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 I believe that I'm not, I'm not pessimistic. I feel like I literally just live in the reality of what things are, right? Mm-hmm. So I can say that, you know, I, I want to do all these things that I've been dreaming. But at the end of the day, I need to make a living. That's the reality of it, and I can't can't say that I'm, that's not a focus, but it, it is. There's levels of priority when it comes to love and enjoyment and practicality and what's going to pay the bills. There's definitely a balance between them. You know, YouTube and and boxing, and I, I, I look at that as okay. I'm going to make a living off these things. Certain things have to be done. So as much as the love is there for it, certain boxes have to be ticked to also secure my lifestyle. Whereas music, whether I get one stream or 10,000 streams, it don't make no difference to my life. Like I don't live off music money. And then same with my side channels. My side channels I do purely out of enjoyment because I don't make nothing from them either. So I found a way to 
do what I do for practicality, for income, but then find a way where I can also express myself on maybe a different channel that's still my channel and on music. So I'm getting the enjoyment at the same time whilst I understand there's things that have to be done to get the income. I think there's sometimes, Vidal, is, and we live in a sceptical world, don't we? And some people yeah. have perceptions. And part of the reason why me and Dom are doing this podcast is to sort of peel that back and get to know and give people time to space and breathe that, yeah. you know, the reason we, we see you being so busy. Um, yeah. It, is it is everything a conscious, this is the Vidal brand? You know, because it, I think it's fair to say that your success online can then further opportunities within your, mm -hmm. you know, your sporting endeavours or mm -hmm. and they naturally, I, I guess really is, is it a conscious, this is how the whole thing package comes together or is it, as mm. you've sort of explained at the moment, lots of things you enjoy and if you can factor them into your main goal of boxing, that's, I want to do that for as long as I can. Oh, the brand is everything the brand is everything because even if i decided to no longer do what i do today in 10 years time there may be someone when i'm walking down the road that still knows who i am and i couldn't even i couldn't touch on these things for a decade but i put myself out there now i put myself out there my face out there i'm not hiding behind a mask i'm not a performer with an outfit and then I can just switch off and say, no, I'm not performing right now. My brand is me. My brand is, is, is who I am. So the most important thing for me is to allow people to invest in my brand. Not, not my talent so much, but me as a person. And that's why I make it, I put so much emphasis on the fact that I am myself. Dom can easily say, look, we're shooting this podcast now. When I, when I met him, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I'm just talking to you. Like, I'm not going to put anything on. And that is what I want people to invest in. Because once they invest in that, they'll invest in whatever you do. If they only invest in your boxing talent, the day you retire, you become irrelevant. If they invest in your music, once you change your sound or you stop posting music, you're irrelevant. So if you're getting people to invest in your talent, if that talent comes to an end, then what comes to an end? The support system that you built for all those years whilst you perform in your talent. If I'm invested in you as a person, it doesn't matter if you're sitting down doing a podcast, it doesn't matter if you decide to jump out of a plane, it doesn't matter if I try and attempt an NBA career, I will have people behind me because I've always focused on what my brand looks like and comes across as. There's certain brands I won't work with because it doesn't fit my brand. There's certain brands that ask me to do things that step away and outside of myself, I'm not going to do. Because I, it's once it's out there, it's out there forever. And I don't want certain things on my name because it represents me as the brand. So to everyone that's listening, whether you have a thousand followers, whether you have 600, a million, just you have to make a conscious effort to make sure your brand and you is what's being appreciated, not just your talent. So what would you say, uh, I don't want to use the word advice, but of a, a, this digital age that we, we live in, it's, it's probably common parcel that athletes have yeah. to have a social media presence. And, you know, yeah. you're, you're one of the very successful in, in all aspects of doing that. And people will look at it and think a million YouTubers into the hundreds of thousands on Instagram. Young athletes for up and coming, you know, the, the juggle in the sport, but they're also thinking, well, how am I relevant for online to get support from brands to help further mm. my sporting career? What, 
what would you say to, as I say, I don't want to say advice, but what would your yeah. thoughts be on people who are maybe, that's questioning at the moment, how much am I putting into my online brand, which is not necessarily a direct physical <laughs> aspect of my sporting performance? Depends what you're trying to achieve, right? Depends on what you're trying to achieve. If you're trying to become the best in your sport and never be known by anyone, potentially, then don't worry about your socials. doesn't matter. Dedicate yourself to your craft and become the best you can be and you'll achieve what you want. But if you are someone who's like, I want to make a living from this, I want people to know who I am, I want more people to come to my fights, I want more people to buy a ticket to the Olympics because I'm the one that's performing. If that is your chosen goal, then you, you're going to have to put emphasis on your social media by purely being consistent. There's no cheat. There's no cheat move to anything. There's no cheat move to anything. There's this only tactics and strategy to everything. I don't believe there's a cheat move to anything. There's tactics and strategy. Even, even if you're playing someone at a game and they're button mashing, that's their tactic. That's their strategy. It's not luck. It's just that they've realized those two buttons do those two moves and you can't do nothing about it. So it's tactic and strategy. Same with social media. Tactic, strategy. Upload all the time. Probability. Social media is probability. I'm and I want I'm glad that I'm sending sending this to the people because there's no there's no lucky moves. I wasn't lucky to meet KSI because from six years old I was grinding at the sport he wanted to learn. It wasn't luck. If I didn't grind all those years, there would be no opportunity to teach anyone anything. It's not luck. You just have to be consistent. If I didn't stay in the boxing game, I didn't stay in the fitness industry, I didn't stay around it as a personal trainer then I would have never even have met him or his friends. So if you're trying to build your social media platform, you're listening to this and you're an athlete that's, that's coming up, be consistent, be very good at what you do. You have to be good at what you do because that's what makes you stand out in the first place. But when I go to your page, let me see a bit about you. Let me invest in you. I came to your page because you're a world medalist. I came to your page because you're you're really talented. Now, why am I going to stay there? Because I now like you. So to everyone that's listening, be great at whatever your chosen profession is. Whatever that attracts the attention, whatever sport you're doing, be great at that. Attract the people and keep the people by just being yourself. Nice, nice. And obviously, you know, having this massive, massive social media presence, obviously it's amazing for sponsorship deals, you know, you promote your fights and so on and so forth, but yeah. are there any downsides, sides that, you know, are less favourable sometimes with having such a massive sort of platform? Oh, of course, of course. Um, you, I'm not a free person. Mm -hmm. I'm not a free person. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or like a dramatic person, but just actually think about what I'm saying. I can't tweet what I want. I can't say what I want. I can't do what I might want to do. I'm not a wild guy anyway, but like, I'm going to be harshly critiqued. I'm going to be judged more than the guy next to me, you know, for what I'm doing, right? And I've put myself in that position where I can't put one foot wrong. Because if I do there's consequences that are larger than the average person, just saying. And 
I have to then beg for the forgiveness of hundreds and thousands, millions, tens of thousands of people that I don't even know, right? I got to then give in to them and be like, I'm wrong, guys. I'm sorry. Please accept me again. Please care about me again. And in any other walk of life, you don't have to do that. Yeah. So to be in the position that I'm in is a massive blessing. And I wouldn't change it because I know how to handle it. But yeah. when asking on the setbacks, that is a setback. You do lose an element of your freedom. Mm. But it's a price worth paying if you use the following and use this lifestyle to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like, you know, a lot of people, you know, see the millions of followers, they think, oh, that must be amazing, getting noticed everywhere, the glitz, the yeah. glam, the sponsorships. Nah, but, you know, nah, nah. it does have its drawbacks. It's not all sunshines and rainbows. And, Listen, you know, there's probably days where you just want to turn it off. But obviously, you know, great power comes yeah, great responsibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great power comes great responsibility. You know, certain people, you can post a picture on Instagram, you get 50 likes. No one cares. Mm -hmm. No one cares. It's just 50 likes, isn't it? Cool. Mm -hmm. Now, if I post a picture and get 50 likes, brands... Oh, why has he got 50 likes? That's a bit below average, you know. He's supposed to get yeah. this many or he's supposed to get that many. Why did he say that in this interview? Why did he do this? You're under scrutiny 24-7. Whether I tweet something at 4 a.m. because most people are asleep, it is there. Someone will be watching. I'm mm. under scrutiny 24-7. If I go to the corner shop at 2 a.m. just to grab a quick juice, I run out of juice quickly, the guy in the shop may know me. It's 24-7. Once you step in to this role, so just understand that don't chase it unless you re unless you can acknowledge the setbacks of a position. Judge what to do by the setbacks and worst case scenario, not the best case. Yeah, brilliant, man. Thank you so much for that insight, man. Really interesting. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Good questions, you know. Good questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. You man. are making me sound like a genius. <laughs> you are, man. You are a genius, man. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. This is great. <laughs> so, Vidal, it's probably fair to say that maybe the, the coaching, certainly, and the apparel and the, the social media has come later in your career, but the music's mm -hmm. always been a presence. It's not something that you've jumped upon, oh, now, now I've got all these followers, I'll, I've decided I'll start to make music. Tell us a little bit more about your musical journey. Well, as, as previously mentioned, I, I, to, I told you it takes me a decade to recognise things. So, you know, you take a decade off me now, I would be 13 13 years old, I think that's when I really started trying to write music. Um, and sometimes I listen back to it as well, because it's kind of different. You know, at the time, I thought <laughs> it was number one. At the, yeah. yeah, at the time, it could have gone number one in my eyes, and now it wouldn't anywhere. But that is part of progress. If you feel that it's still great from that many years ago, then, yeah, you might have a problem. Um, but I've been doing music for a long time, and... Um, before anyone cared that I was making music. So it purely is a passion project. It really is a passion project. I get um, a thrill out of picking up new styles and hearing new rhyme schemes. And I try and look at it, I look at it as an education um, and it's something I study to become better at, just like I do, like I said, the transferable skills, just like I do with everything else. So boxing um, taught me so much that I could pass over into music. So I break it down. I listen to a song multiple times for different things. Could just be the instrumental once time. Then it could be the ad-libs and then it could be the main vocals and it could be the feature. Then it, so many things that go into making a song, the song structure, how you say certain words, pronunciation, um, so many things. And yeah, music 
for me has been a big thing in my life for since the beginning really even growing up the music my mum and dad listen to has an influence on my ear to what I find quality and um yeah it's 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 a big thing it is a big thing and only when the following came from other things that people would take uh, an ear and listen to what I'm making and obviously we get the comments stick to boxing stick to boxing <laughs> don't make music but I live by I live by a, a term or a phrase I should say if you are not spoken about then worry that's how I live if you are not spoken about you have something to worry about as long as someone's saying something you hold some sort of relevance. So I'll take those comments too. I'll take, mm-hmm. I'll take all of them. I like it. You still took time out of your day to write it, so i take that. <laughs> no, I didn't write nothing on your page. So, you know, that I, I, can, I get a little... I don't mind, but yeah, music isn't the most accepted thing apart uh, um, as that's part of my brand. I can be open and honest about that. It isn't the most publicly accepted thing because people just don't want athletes to do music. It's just like an unwritten rule. Like, if you're an athlete, that don't make music. But that's what I want to do. I live my life, life short, live it how I want to live it. And it's quality to me. And I'll put it out to the world. I'm sure that out of the billions on the planet, at least a few hundred thousand will think it's quality too. So that's how I live. That's, nice. that's my music. Obviously, you know, 2021 is very unpredictable. Um, but you've already um, got up to a few things. You know, you've just dropped a mixtape. What are the plans going into the new year? So... Just to, just to cover this year, the first thing is to get back in the ring, get over the injury, which I feel like I'm coming to the last stages of that now. I think that I just needed that to enlighten myself on how to use my body better, what stuff I was lacking, what stuff I could add. Um, mobility, flexibility being one of them, as as Dom has seen uh, firsthand. Uh, I, was not the most, I wasn't the most flexible person, still not, but a lot better than when we shot that video. Um... And if you guys do want to see that video, since I'm shouting stuff out, it's still on my channel now. You can go and yes. watch it. Very good video. One of those videos are the high quality videos. I don't care about the views. I just know that it's a good quality video. So it always will be on the channel. You can mm-hmm. go and watch that. Um, but yeah, just going to be focusing on more music. I've already made a ton of music in this year already that I'm like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited to bring out, but probably won't come out until next year because I really got mm-hmm. music scheduled for this year. So mm-hmm. music is scheduled. Boxing, um, as soon as I give my manager the go-ahead that the injury is is gone and we're ready to compete, I'll be back in the ring hopefully April, May times, as soon as April, May. And YouTube channel, just going to keep building. By the end of this year, I want to I wanna get over that 1.5 million mark, start heading towards a 2 million subscriber mark to enter 2022. Um, so, yeah, that's what this year has. Man, I can't stop. Man, I can't stop. But now we've got some quick fire questions for you. So say the sort of the first thing that pops into your mind and we'll try and get through these as fast as we can. So best piece of advice you've ever received. Oh, I've got some sick advice in my life. <laughs> but I'd say the most recent would be from Matt Tasson when I met Matt Tasson and he said, uh, everyone believes that one side of the grass is greener, but both sides of the grass have to be cut. Nice. Biggest fear? <laughs> uh, biggest fear? Ooh, that's a good one. Not fulfilling my potential. Wow. 
one thing you want to achieve more than anything? Ooh, there's so many things, man. Uh, what I want to achieve more than anything. Um, to be recognized and remembered as the guy that you see on camera and you meet in person, they match. That's that's nice. the I think that's the biggest thing. I, like I don't want anyone to meet me and ever feel different. Like, oh, this guy's not the same. Like I want you to be like, nah, man, he's a, he's the same guy. Like, yeah, that, that's a big thing to me, man. Brilliant authenticity. Easiest yeah. way to annoy you? Oh, laziness, laziness. I, I can't, I can't stand laziness. I feel like you're not doing everything in your ability to help whatever you're complaining about, and you're complaining to me. It gets on my nerves because it's just a state of laziness favorite combination to throw in boxing probably a left hook right hand other sport you learn the most from i'd probably say mma because it's the closest one of the closest is combat sport you know it yeah. involves boxing and i feel like they attack a bit different they do things a bit different because there's so many methods of attack so i think i'll yeah. watch them and see if I can adopt the same angle, but only using my fist. Nice. Most important person in your life? Oh, this is not fair, this one. Because, you know what? <laughs> it's I, close I, I, to the no, top. No, it's not fair. Like, <laughs> it's not fair because someone's going to be on my back. Person. You know what? Yeah. Most important person in my life is me. Mm. Okay. Because nice. when I think about all the most important people, the common denominator is me. Obviously, into your music as well. Um, yes. Is there a musician or artist you'd love to perform alongside one day? Kendrick Lamar mm -hmm. or Gunner. Kendrick Lamar is the, my favourite rapper of all time and maybe the best rapper of all time. But then Gunner, present day, because that, that more modern sound, I like his music the most. So between Kendrick Lamar and Gunner. Nice. Issue you care about most passionately? I just care about everyone getting a fair shape. That's what I care about. It doesn't, it doesn't have to... It's not necessarily a race thing. It's not necessarily anything that you can point to. But any, any position and any place where someone is not given a fair shake, I find that that does irritate me. If I hear that someone's not given a chance to be as great as someone else or they're being held back for any reason, that's a big issue for me. Brilliant cause, man. Superpower you'd like to have the most? Mind reading. Mm, very because, nice as well. Yeah, if I can read your mind, you can't beat me. Very, very good to apply it to boxing as well. Very true. Very yeah, good point. Because, oh, he's gonna. He's like, oh, I'm gonna throw a hook. I'm like, oh, you okay? Okay, throw it. <laughs> so mind reading, mind reading is. I don't care about being invisible. I want people to see me. Like that's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm invisible. Okay, big deal. But yeah. to actually be in the flesh, live like you, be like you, but know exactly what you're thinking, golden. Golden, golden, I agree, man. I'm not sure if you do cook, but if you do, is there a signature dish that you, you know, you specialise at? Ooh, I've got a couple. I'm a bit of a chef. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. There's a, a sweet chilli chicken, definitely bangs. I've got, like, any white fish. Give me any white fish. 
I can mm. chef that up. Some roast potatoes, vegetables and that. Quite clean, quite clean, but nice. still a lot of flavours. So, yeah, I'd say uh, between my sweet chilli chicken and any white fish you dash at me, I'll, I'll, make I'll make it work. Yeah. If you could go back in time and experience one sporting moment in person, what moment would you experience? When Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. Unreal. The reason why is because everybody, people that weren't even there, but people that were alive during that time, the way they speak about it was like, bro, like you don't understand like the magnitude of that upset. So, mm. and it might be one of, it might be the biggest upset in sport in history. It's up there. So that's definitely something I would go back to 1990, go to Tokyo and love to be ringside to be like, I saw that, that happened in front of my eyes. Crazy. Greatest sports person of all time. That's a good one. And I'm going to keep it close to home. You can make the argument that the greatest sportsman of all time is Floyd Mayweather. Reason why, yeah, dismisses, dismiss whatever you don't know about the man. He was world champion from 1998 until he decided he didn't want to be champion no more. It was never taken from him. No one ever passed the torch. The torch was never passed along until he said he was ready. He generated the most money in boxing history. You know some of the biggest names that have been in boxing throughout the hundreds of years. And he accumulated more money than all of them. Over a billion dollars made, multiple weight world champion, undefeated. Only few times really looked like he was being challenged out of the 50 fights, 50 and all. He's beaten over 20 former world champions. And if you can put that in comp comparison to other sports and be like, you know, Lewis Hamilton's beaten this former Formula One champion, this former Formula One champion, and add it over 20, then, yeah, that is why he, there is an argument. He can be the yeah. greatest sportsman of all time. Yeah, both sporting and economically, I hear that. Uh, we've yeah. got a couple sporting greats here, a couple names here. We just want you to say the first word that comes to mind when you hear the names. So the first one, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yep. He said, uh, greatness. Jessica Ennis Hill. Persistence. Cristiano Ronaldo. Skill. Serena Williams. Power. Usain Bolt. Speed. Michael Jordan. Just everything in it, legend, legend, legend. And Ellie Simmons. Oh man, you know what? I had a feeling you was gonna. I've had a feeling you was gonna <laughs> say that. Inspirational. Inspirational. Nice one. Thanks, Rodal. We really want to thank you for joining us on this month's podcast. I'm very surprised if people out there aren't following you, but do you want to just shout out your socials, your handles, Vidal, just in case if people are just discovering you for the first time, where can they get more content from you? You can find me on socials at Is It Real? So it's I-S-I-T-R-I-L. Um, you'll find me on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my YouTube channel, it is my name, Vidal. Um, you'll see me there. And if you want to follow my music, then you can type in my name, Vidal, Riley, if you like, or is it real? Again, real, R-I-L, just take the is it off. No is it for the music. Let me make that clear. No is it for the music, R-I-L only for the music. And that's where you can find me on all streaming platforms. 
And Dom, if anyone's coming across you for the first time, where, where can they get you? What, what, what platforms can they find your good self on? Yeah, so I'd say I've, I've got a few that aren't as big, but I think the me- <laughs> the main one is um, my Instagram at um, Dominic Mensah um, underscore, and that's where you can keep up with me and my journey. Well, I think maybe by the time this episode drops, by the next one comes out, you'll be revi- you'll be arriving Vidal or something. Yeah, we get your numbers a bit closer to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can <laughs> always hope. That's the aim. That's the that's aim. The Let's aim, go. Man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, like it, tell a friend about it, leave us a review. Any feedback would be uh, greatly appreciated. And again, as Dom and, and Vidal have said, you can find more about SportsAid's work and the athletes by visiting sportsaid.org.uk on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the SportsAid Vault podcast is produced by Hogarth Worldwide and Gramercy Park Studios. And and I want to add this in. This is my final bit. I want to add this in. For everyone that is watching this podcast that thinks that this is like a random thing. This is not random, right? SportsAid have supported me before. Majority of you paid any attention to who I am. And that's why I'm on this podcast today. Because in my eyes, I can never turn back my I can never turn my back on SportsAid. It's not a matter of followers. They didn't ask how many followers I had before they granted me any funding, before they supported me as one of the up-and-coming athletes. It wasn't even a question. I was supported because of my talent. I was supported because I dedicated myself. And to this present day, sports aid have seen me grow from a boy to a man. As I sit here talking and I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, when I, when I first heard of sports aid, I looked nothing like this. Like, I, I had nothing like this going on around me. So it goes to show how long sports aid have been around. And even they know how long I've been doing music and stuff. It's been something that's been in the background. So when you're watching this podcast, just... Treat this as an example. Just not, don't turn your back and forget those from beginning. No matter what happens in your life and how far you can progress and whatever big podcast you get called on that will boost yourself, don't turn your back on the originals and the originators. And SportsAid is one of the original supporters outside of my household um, to contribute towards my dream. And that's why I can put time aside at any time for the charity Team Sports Aid, and that's how we roll it. Hmm. Very kind of you, Val. Very kind of you. Well, that's honest. That's honest. That's honest. (laughs) honest. Yeah, we didn't script that. We didn't tell him to say that. He's not really. I added that. I added that. (laughs) Straight off the top of the dome. That's off the dome. That's the buzz.